Hi guys, welcome back to Health Quarters. I'm your host, Hannah Quirk, and I can't wait to get chatting with you. On today's menu, I'm going to chat about budgeting tips and ways to save a little while you're just starting out in college, are living a busy life in the city, or just trying to live a realistic lifestyle that's easy to sustain and maintain. Also, I want to give a little recap of this past week and the irony of this budgeting episode colliding with my New York Fashion Week recap is truly the most epic thing ever, but somehow we're just going to make it work. But first, I want to start off this episode by sharing a little mantra that I've been repeating to myself that has really made me feel more grounded and connected to my deeper self. As we exhale in those tough moments throughout our day, take a pause to reset. Take a beat to remind yourself of everything you've done and all that you have yet to accomplish and be grateful. The vibe this week is totally gratitude over everything. I think that in our society, we have been conditioned to constantly want more, whether it's through wanting more material goods or wanting more of a social life or even just wanting physical things that we were never meant to have in the first place. And I get it. It's natural to want and it's okay to accept that. But I also think that when we actually start to take inventory and become aware of what we already have, then it's easier to weed out the unnecessary clutter that society tells us we should want. It's at that moment that I think we can actually start to collectively work with the universe to start accepting what was already meant for us. And then we can actually start finding abundance. Some things I've been loving this week are basic white teas paired with denim. Now, on the topic of saving a little more and spending a little less, I've been gatekeeping something for the longest time, and I really think it's time that I share this with you guys. (laughs) Okay, so Target actually has the best basic teas and tanks of all time for literally under $10. They always sell out super fast, but I highly encourage you to check there if you love a good find because they are super, super soft and will last forever. I pretty much have one in every neutral color, and then I also like to double up on the white tees and tanks just because they're so easy to throw on or under an oversized cotton button down or even just paired with your favorite jeans. At the moment, I'm also into the oversized low-rise boyfriend fit. I actually purchased a pair of girlfriend denim jeans a little while ago, and I kid you not, I've slept in them so many times because of how comfy they are. Another thing I've been really into is a no makeup day. I know that we can all feel the pressure to put on makeup when we have a busy day at work or school, but I've really been trying to take it easy on my skin. I recently started using an SPF on my face and have been actually using the Elta MD tinted SPF when I want a little coverage. But to be honest, nothing feels better than a glazed dewy face right out of the shower topped off with some good quality moisturizer. Now, this week was a long one, not gonna lie. From running in between work and classes to fashion week activities, I really just got an opportunity to reflect and be grateful for who and what I have in my life currently. One of the highlights was definitely the Revolve Gallery in the city. Simply put, it was a dream come true. It was such a full circle moment that I've been dreaming of for ages, and so that was hands down one of the best things to happen all week. Another favorite of mine was an easy night spent at Malibu Farm in the city. Since I'm from the West Coast, it's the best being able to literally take a trip down to the water and relax over good drinks and the best company. And honestly, just to pretend that I'm back at home. The way to my heart is truly a casual night filled with good people watching and deep girl chat. But speaking of girl chat, let's get into this week's topic, budgeting. 
Finance is a touchy subject, and the irony of all is that even throughout my academic career in pursuing global business and finance, I've actually never had to take a budgeting course. And honestly, growing up, even though I read books on where to invest my income, I never really had a sit-down conversation with anyone about how I should plan out my life in regards to money. And so I want to talk about this today because I wish someone would have pulled me aside and given me tips to spending less where needed while also just reassuring me that I could actually have a positive relationship with money and that it really shouldn't be a scary thing. If it helps, I like to think of how I can make my money work for me. I know this sounds a little funny, but really just take a moment and think about it for a second. Whether you have a steady income or not, I really do think it's important to be honest with yourself when you're first starting out. I am a huge list person, and so I personally like to write down how much and where everything is coming from so that I sort of have a rough idea of what I have to work with for the month or the week, or even if you wanted to do a daily, that's totally your call. Then in large pink ink, I like to write out the things I want to save for, any events or fun activities I've planned, and then of course the necessities, I'll need like food, rent, etc. From there, this gives me a rough sketch of the things I might want or what I should spend less on depending on where everything falls. A tip I like to do sometimes is to actually backtrack, for example, and see how much I spent on coffee last month. This really helps to put things into perspective and goes to show how little purchases here and there can actually add up really quickly. Now, I want to stress that you should never shame yourself or feel bad about maybe having spent too much money on one thing in particular. In my opinion, it really is all just a learning experience. And so I don't like associating any negative feelings with my finances. If anything, I like to practice gratitude and to really just be grateful that I had X amount to spend on coffee, if we're still using that as an example. Then if I felt like I spent too much, I can then go and make a conscious effort to cut back a little or a lot depending on the choices that you decide to make. For the first time in forever, I'm taking a personal finance class and actually the first thing they told us is to pay yourself. Whether it be through setting a little aside in savings or treating yourself to a dinner with friends, I believe that if you work smart, you deserve to have some fun. Actually, my mom used to tell me this all the time and it really didn't kick in until I started living by and for myself. I also think that it's okay to decline offers to go out and do activities with friends sometimes. Instead of trying to come up with a false excuse, honestly, just tell them the truth and I really do think it's okay to prioritize your personal finance goals. So the first tip I have for you would honestly be to brainstorm ideas of things that you can do with friends that don't involve breaking the bank. One of the hardest things about living in one of the busiest cities in the world is that sometimes it can feel almost impossible to do things that don't involve spending money. But lately, I have been taking it upon myself to either plan movie nights or fun hangouts that are just super fun and relaxing and that really don't break the bank. As I've gotten older, I've realized that it's really just about the company you're with and that you can honestly have fun with your friends wherever you are. The second tip I want to chat about is thinking about ways in which you can actually increase your working capital, aka how much you have to work with. I like to think about um, maybe if you have room in your schedule to find a part-time job or maybe even take on a full-time one. If you're creative, you can make something to sell on Etsy or find some freelance projects on the side. When I started working, it was one of the best feelings to feel more self-sufficient and 
Honestly, it has helped me grow so much as a person, so I highly recommend considering if you've been thinking about this too. Tip three is to sign up for Amazon Prime. <laughs> I feel like everybody in the world has an account at this point, but if I've learned one thing about living by myself, it's that groceries add up. My all-time favorite grocery store is Erewhon, but because we don't have one in the city, Whole Foods is the runner-up. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can actually get an additional discount off of brands that are already on sale in the grocery store. And what's cool about this is that you can actually go onto the Whole Foods website to see the deals being offered at your current store. This way, if you like to plan and meal prep, this can sort of give you a better idea of things you might want to buy, and you can then strategically plan your grocery haul out. Another lifesaver is Trader Joe's. Holy cow, if I could marry a grocery store, it would be this one. Their products are always such good quality and for college students and really just anyone, I highly recommend adding this spot for grocery shopping. I'm a huge fan of their peanut butter filled pretzels, but I really think they offer some of the best competitive pricing when it comes to fresh food overall and especially in regards to their produce section. I've personally never done this, but a friend of mine told me that even buying frozen vegetables to use in dinners is actually more cost-effective too, so this is something to definitely consider for sure. Now, if you love to shop, this next one's for you. Visually plan out your wardrobe staples or items you might want to save for for the next month. Over the last couple of years, I have become less impulsive when it comes to buying things in the moment. And so I love to create wish lists or just visual collages of things that I want. I not only think this is a great tip for manifesting and visualizing dream items, but it also helps to see how things will look paired together and then whether or not you actually really want them. I've also downloaded Honey in my browser, and so this sort of plugs in any discount codes available. And even though it's not much of a discount sometimes, it definitely helps mentally. I also rarely buy things in store now because you can typically just find anything discounted online nowadays. And literally I've turned this into a game where I like to compare and try to find the best deals online and not gonna lie, I never mind a trip to the package room anyway. So personally, like I'm totally fine ordering it online anyways and then just waiting a little bit. And I think that one of the most important steps is just to be really mindful about your purchases overall. I've definitely had to train myself to become more confident and to not stress out and return out of feeling guilty. And I believe that part of growing up really just means making decisions for yourself. And it's definitely important to remind yourselves that whenever you're feeling uneasy or stressed out, it's all just a giant learning curve and we're sort of all in the same boat going through this together. Now, before I forget, there is one more thing that I wanted to talk about that I actually recently just learned about. So I know that I mentioned Target a little bit earlier and for a while now, I have been somebody who likes to research in terms of if I can find something at a discounted price, if there are any sales going on. Personally, I just think it's so fun to do that. and. Of course, if you can save a little bit, why not just type it into your phone or your computer and just see if anything's out there. And what I realized was that there was a price discrepancy at Target. So my advice for you guys would always be to check the price online before you go in store. And actually, last time I was at Target, I went to purchase an item and there, of course, was a price discrepancy, so I let the really kind employee know, and he told me that in major cities, they will actually change the price on purpose and raise it 
because they want to be making more money off of tourists and people who are just in the city or wherever visiting. And he told me to just check back online to see for future reference if there were any more price discrepancies. So if you guys love going to Target or anywhere else, I would always say, especially if you're traveling someplace or you're in a new city or you're going to a new version of one of your hometown stores, I would just say check it online just to make sure. Also, I found that at times stuff can be marked um, at a discount online and you can actually go into store and they will price match. I know that Nordstrom does that. I'm not 100% sure about other stores in particular, but I know that I've had experiences where they've honored that before. And I would just recommend always doing your due diligence when it comes to sales going on. Um, and ultimately, I just think now, especially with sustainability in the fashion industry or just any industry, just good to be conscious and aware of what you're buying, um, especially if you want to obviously save a little more, which is probably why you're listening to this episode. I would just really think strongly about what you need, what you want, write it out, make visual references, just so you can have some sort of idea as to how much you're spending here, how much you're spending there. Also, get yourself a nice pink highlighter or a fun pen just to sort of make the process fun. Personally, I have actually in the past made giant boards of things that I wanted, things I've spent money on, a breakdown of costs, just so I could have a better idea of things that I needed to save on, splurge on. And I, kidding on, I decked it out with like sparkle hearts and glitter just so that every time I looked at it, I wouldn't be afraid of it and I would be more excited to glance at it. To be 100% honest with you, I feel a little ironic filming this, but I also think that this is something that needs to be talked about more, especially when it comes to young girls living in a busy city and obviously guys too, if you've just moved someplace or are looking to save some money. I am not the biggest fan of talking about this openly, but I have found over the last few months that I really needed to curb my spending habits. And so I have really tried to take the time and reflect on what I have, what I want, what I don't want, my spending habits. And to be 100% honest, I was not disappointed with myself, but I just knew that I wanted to make a change because my priorities have been changing and I just think there's so much to look forward to and truly you never really know what can happen. And so take this as your sign to start now. It's never too late. I do not agree with people who are super hard on themselves when it comes to finances. Like I said before, it's all a learning curve. We're all human. And if it comes down to you freaking out about your finances or going out with your friends for a night, I would recommend just going out with your friends. Obviously, everybody has a different financial situation going on, a different lifestyle, different needs, but try to prioritize your mental health. And from personal experience, I've found that when I honor what my body and my mind is craving, I tend to act out less financially, if that makes any sense. So if I know that I really want to be social and I really want to see my friends and go out and maybe grab coffee or go to the movies and I sort of restrict myself from all of that because I want to be really strict with my financial diet, then I find that towards the end of the month, I think, oh my gosh, I haven't necessarily done as much. Now I just want to go all out. And in the long term, I don't, I, I just don't, I don't think it's sustainable at all. So I would say that everything should be in moderation, right? Just like everything else. 
So if you want to go out, maybe not go out 10 times this week, but go out once. You deserve it. I'm sure you're a really hard worker. If you're listening to this podcast, then you totally get what I'm talking about. So go and have fun. Go plan that girls trip. I think that life can be just as fun. And I really think there's a way to get everything you want and deserve while also being financially savvy. And if you're the girl who likes to write out a budget or looking to start creating an Excel spreadsheet or just a giant poster with a ton of sparkles and hearts to sort of break everything down, I also wanted to bring up a point in regards to our certain needs as women. And I think it's really important to discuss this as well because actually in my budgeting class that I had to take last week, this came up. And essentially we were discussing the difference between luxuries and necessities. And I found that in our class, there were more males and females. And so it wasn't necessarily talked about that women have different needs. And we had to study a case where this woman needed to budget. And honestly, I was shocked by the name. It was called The Last Pedicure. Don't even get me started on it. But Essentially, it was alluding to the fact that as women, we should see getting our nails done and our haircut and our facials and, you know, getting waxed as a luxury. And it really made me reflect on the type of budgets that I've made in the past and how I want to budget going forward. And it made me realize that I don't want to see getting my nails done as a luxury. And I'm not saying that every female gets their nails done. And I'm not saying that every girl needs to get her eyebrows waxed waxed or a facial or her makeup done or her hair done for events. But at the same time, I think it is 100% okay to see what you need. And sometimes you might not physically need to get something or get something done, but mentally it'll make you feel so much better about yourself. You will be so much more productive. And I think that outweighs the cost in the long run. I'm not saying to get and I, I hate that I'm using the fact of or the example of getting your nails done, but that doesn't mean you have to get your nails done every single week. But maybe you have worked hard for a new pair of shoes or maybe you like to get your hair trimmed on a regular basis. And I think that is 100% valid to treat as a necessity as well. And so I would say to also just think about what makes you feel good. And when I first started college, I went through a period of restricting myself financially. And I really broke it down to what I needed. And I can tell you that I was extremely unhappy then. And I'm much happier now because I've allowed myself to not necessarily think what I need 24 seven, but what I want or what can help me in the moment in terms of feeling better spiritually and what can raise the vibrations of my energy. And Sometimes that takes the form of seeing friends. Sometimes that takes the form of going and replenishing my facial exfoliator or, you know, the face wash because my hormones are different than a man's or a young boy's or even another female. And so for me, I think that honoring that and staying true to who I am has really helped as well. And that's something that I want to encourage you guys to think about and to actively pursue as well. And it doesn't matter if you're the only one in your family who wants to do these things or if you're the only one in your friend group who does it and you're shamed for it. I think that ultimately it's your decision. You are capable of making these decisions for yourself. 
you are worthy of making these decisions for yourself. And I think the most important thing that I can tell you is that you deserve to have fun. And it really took me a while to realize that. And it took me a while to understand what that meant. But I can promise you that once you start telling yourself that and once you start actively doing that and engaging in things that stimulate you emotionally, physically, spiritually, you will be a much happier version of yourself. I actually want to end off this episode by announcing that I am taking this next coming month to detox from spending on anything other than food and any social activities that might come up. I definitely know it's going to push my mental energy and my need for instant gratification and satisfaction. But honestly, I've just been really trying to seek out and find ways in which I can gain just as much satisfaction and that feeling of wholesomeness through other activities that don't involve spending a lot of money or breaking the bank. And that has really encouraged me to incorporate more social interaction into my life. So if you feel the need to join me, there's always room and I will definitely keep you updated on my spending journey. But for now, take some time to digest this episode. Please, please, please reach out with any questions along the way and happy spending. Oops, I meant saving. Thanks so much for hanging out at Health Quarters and see you next week.